All right, what's up, everyone? Back on the Piss Missile Podcast after a uh, brief hiatus from uh, from recording episodes. Um, made a few people mad in a, in a few of our episodes, so we took a little break. Um, but now we're back, and uh, we're coming in hot. I'm joined today with uh, my longtime friend slash summertime caddy, um, Austin Schneller. How are you doing? How's it going, guys? It's great to be here. Uh, really appreciate everyone tuning in today. I'm really excited to be on the podcast. Yeah, he's a, you know, great caddy, great friend. Uh, you know, very insightful in the game of golf and uh, also in fraternal life, which, you know, we might we might get into at some point. <laughs> you know, there's, just a, there's just a lot of opportunity in the fraternal life. So yeah. if you're looking for a, you know, fraternity guy, it's just, a, just call me on my cell. Yeah, Rush SAE. Um, so the first, we're, we're going to talk about a few things today. I think we're going to go over the match. Um, that happened yesterday, the Tiger Field match. Um, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about my summer schedule. Um, I think it'll be pretty similar to a lot of, um, you know, college and, you know, high, higher level amateur players um, and give some insight into, you know, how, how all that works. Um, and then I, I think we're going to talk about how Corona has affected a lot of that stuff and yeah, what's canceled, what's going on. This Chinese kind of, virus has just really yeah. screwed up the schedule a lot. Straight so. from China. China. But uh yeah, that's kind of our, our game plan day. I don't think it'll be a super long episode like the other ones have been, but we're on the road going to a tournament, so we thought we'd bust one out real quick. Um so first thing you want to talk about is probably the match. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so personally I thought it was amazing. I loved watching it. Um I think Golf Channel and CBS and NBC does a terrible job of broadcasting golf. Um I think they have a ton of unnecessary breaks in the in the broadcast um whether that be you know they have to show ads or um have to please their sponsors and and i didn't watch a lot of it yesterday but i think one thing that that a lot of people miss in the the aspect of golf you can throw any celebrity on there and if you just have the right amount of banter it's going to be enjoyable to watch you know tom brady probably shot a fucking 90 on the front yesterday yeah but everyone had a great time making fun of him you know at the same time yeah, Justin Thomas as the commentator on the course, and he called Shaquille O'Neal or Charles ass. Barkley a fat ass. <laughs> and that was great. You know, that's just gonna really stick with people. You yeah, just need more fantastic. of that commentation uh, on live broadcast, and you know, it's just everyone's be politically correct. Yeah, it's boring. I think I think regular golf box or broadcast is just very boring and bland. Um, and it's probably not NBC or Golf Channel's fault. Like, they probably have to make it somewhat boring because of how many sponsors they have and they have obligations to do throughout the broadcast. But when I want to watch golf, like, I want to see shots. I don't want to see, like, the race to the FedEx Cup and, like, all this other stuff that's just thrown into the broadcast to, like, just please people that are paying for it. Which, like, again, I'm, I'm sure they have to do it, but yesterday was very refreshing to see like they were actually playing golf and i was watching golf on tv and i didn't have to hear about the fedex cup playoffs i didn't have to hear about fedex and all the sponsors and all that kind of stuff for for a lot of golfers you know they can't break 80 they're not great golfers they just they want to go out when they go to the golf course and have a good time and probably use their foot wedge a little bit and I think yesterday was a great example of people being able to just watch golf, not necessarily a, just a full-on tournament. They could relate to 
to all four players out on on the golf course yesterday, and, and I think that that that's what a lot of people miss. You know, there's a lot of there's not as much time as there used to be in the off season for golf, but I think if I think if the good players and the celebrities, you know, found a way to kind of create a season of their own of doing those little small tournaments, I think it it's a lot more relatable and enjoyable for for the average golfer to watch. For sure. I think we could see, like, a Shell's wonderful world of golf come back. Because, like, the match one was not a great success. It was good viewing for, you know, golf. But I thought this was – I thought everyone really liked match number two. I thought they did a great job with miking the players. I hope they do more of that in regular events. Um, obviously, you have to find players that are willing to do it. But, like, it's more fun to listen to Phil talk about a shot that he's going to hit rather than Nick Faldo speculate about what he think he what like Phil thinks he's going to do. Yeah, and, I mean and even from a caddy perspective just getting those those like behind the scenes or close-ups of the caddy and the conversation that they have or just you know Phil talking to himself like Cannon was saying. It's a lot it's a lot better to see that content rather than somebody that might not know exactly what they're thinking. Yeah. So I think the match was great. Um, I think we need to address how good of a golfer Peyton Manning is. I just kind of had that feeling coming in. He's he's always had the touch, uh, just from playing football. And, and you saw his highlight reel, and you saw Tom Brady's, and you just kind of knew Peyton was going to be a little bit more more steady of a golfer than, than Brady. Yeah, I was very impressed by Peyton yesterday. I was a little annoyed at all the times he mentioned Tennessee because, man, I just hate Tennessee. I, it's just that orange, it's gross. You know, Cannon's got a real reason to hate Tennessee. I'm a I'm a Jayhawk fan, Kansas Jayhawk fan, and I still found a way to hate Tennessee. They're, I just they're pretty hate bad. Tennessee, man. I just hate Tennessee. Bad. You know, speaking of, of what could come onto TV in the next few years and, and what they could do, uh, you know, enhancing chains across. You know what the average golfer watches on TV. Back in the day, back in the day, they actually used to have many putt putt tournaments. Uh, oh yes. And I don't know about anyone listening, but in, in the past six, seven years that I've known Cannon, we've had some very intense golf matches, but we've also had probably more intense putt-putt matches at, at, you know, just a realm of different courses across the nation. Uh, we could we could drop some some names of the courses, but we'll do that in the in the bio or something. Yeah. We but, could do a whole separate pod on that. Yeah, we could do a whole separate pod on that. But I just really think that the average golfer even the average girlfriend who knows how to play putt-putt might enjoy watching it you know yeah well yeah so i've been deep into the professional putt-putt scene on youtube i would recommend anybody who's just entirely bored to go on youtube and search up professional putt-putt um there's a masters of putt-putt you remember that yeah yeah. it's at a course in south carolina great track they call it the augusta national of uh putt-putt green jacket to the winner um, I think it was like a ten grand prize as well. Yeah, I think it was. But yeah, um, I would get. Yeah, I would look that up and watch it because that's that's a great watch. But um, there's also a there's also a knockoff Masters one that might, I, I think it was a little bit more enjoyable. Each player had a profile. That was in. Uh, that was that a good was in one Pennsylvania. As well. Yeah, that was a tough course too. Yeah, really one of the toughest courses. Up I've and ever down, seen. yeah, hilly. Um, but yeah, back getting back to the match. I think Peyton was a great player. Um, I don't think it was really a question as to who was going to win yesterday. I think they made it close, um, but I think Tiger and Phil were by far, or Tiger and 
Peyton were by far you the know, favorites. I, you know, I have a question, and I, I'm kind of anxious to, you know, maybe see what the, the viewers have to say. I, when I heard the four people playing, I just kind of imagined Brady's and Tiger's yeah. personalities lining up a little bit more rather than the Peyton and Tiger, you know? I think they probably did that on purpose. Because if you had Tiger and Brady on a team, I don't think they would have talked as much as Tiger and Peyton would have. Whereas Phil likes to run his mouth all the time. And Brady's a little more quiet. So I think they probably did that on purpose. um, Just to try and get the the chatter up a a bit. Um, But yeah, I thought it was awesome to watch. I think Tiger also played fantastic yesterday. I know it's his home course, but... You know, he really... For for as what is it as it might have been, he really played the the cut quite a bit. Yeah, he, he really did. I thought he played great. I think if uh, if the Masters would have been on schedule, I think Augusta National would have been in trouble again this year. <laughs> um, but I think he's going to be just fine in November. I think that might benefit him in November. Honestly, I think with all this time off, I think he's going to be primed and ready to go come November. I mean, um, what if it? How do you think the players going to be reactive? You know, their nipples are hard as a rock, and it's 40 degrees out. I know. That's what I'm saying. I think Tiger, like, Tiger's played Augusta in so many different conditions. I think his game travels well. Um, obviously, he's played great at Augusta. And I don't think – it could be snowing, and I think Tiger would still play Augusta well. So That's fair enough. I'm excited to see that. I think he's going to do great. Um, but the last thing about the match, what you – I know you didn't watch much of it, but what do you think about medals? looked pretty soft you know yeah they had gotten a lot of rain they had gotten a lot of rain but uh looked like it was in great condition a lot you know greens were definitely i feel like your approach shot was going to be a lot more penal than your than your tee shot in my opinion if uh if your fairway to green wasn't wasn't in good shape i think it was going to pose more of a threat than uh tee to fairway so yeah i agree i think for golfers like tiger and phil i think they would agree because the fairways are pretty wide out at medalist but if you get off the fairway you're in trouble um but they don't usually hit it wide enough to get it too far off um but yeah the green complexes look tough um around the greens was was pretty tough as well so i thought it was a great place to have the match i didn't think you know tiger having a home course advantage i don't think was that big of a deal um but yeah, I think Tiger and Peyton definitely had the advantage going into yesterday. Yeah, Peyton just looked really solid. Yeah, he did, man. I mean, that closest to the pin shot on 16, he hit it to like a foot and a half. That was insane. Um, but yeah, so that was the match. And then moving on to summer golf. That's what we we're going to do, right? Yeah, it might have been something in between there, but we'll, we'll think. We'll, we'll figure it out, I guess. Um, oh, Corona, but I guess we could do that after summer yeah. golf. Yeah, so summer golf is, you know, quickly approaching for everyone. Um, junior golf, I heard AJGA is coming back soon. Um, you know, I've heard some some rumors about independent events. There's a tournament up in Crooked Stick and Carmel this week. My little brother's playing in. Uh, I heard it's got a, a really solid field. And then um, Merido down in Dallas is having a junior event that I believe got AJGA ranked a few days ago. Um, so that's awesome for those guys. Happy they got some stuff to play in. Um, but the amateur circuit, lots of stuff has been postponed, canceled. Um, a bunch of stuff is still on. So it's been kind of a grind to formulate a schedule. 
but I think I've got mine mine down to the final final project now. Yeah, it's just it's gotta be harder for people, you know. A that might not be from this country. Yeah. B live, you know, on the coast rather than you know in the Midwest or the more central regions of the country. It's just scheduling all of this has been been a headache for a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, it's finally coming together, um, and I think I think that it'll be a great summer for amateurs, for juniors, uh, just to just to still get the, get that experience. You know, there's been a few big tournaments like the U.S. Junior Am canceled, um, qualifying for some of the larger tournaments canceled. But all in all, I think they're doing a great job of kind of solidifying those events that really make the summer and uh, making sure that they're still going to happen. Yeah, I agree. Um, so my summer schedule is going to start. I'll just go over the schedule real quick, and then we can talk about a few events um, that I'm pretty excited for. So I'm going to start uh, June 22nd at the Rice Planters Amateur. It's in South Carolina. We're going to drive there from Nashville or from Bowling Green. And what day is that? Uh, June 22nd is when it starts. And then we're going to go straight from there to North Carolina for the North-South at Pinehurst. Um, and then we'll come home for a few days. Um, we will go to the Southern Am from Nashville. We'll fly to Merido in Dallas. That's the Southern Am, July fifteenth. Carrollton, Texas. Yeah. Great state. Yeah, Austin's a huge Texas fan. Not Texas University, but the state of Texas. I was born there, right? All right. Yeah, he was born there. So great state. Love Texas. Um, and then we're gonna go from Southern to the Western. That is at Crooked Stick and Carmel, uh, July 27th through August 1st. So we're going from Southern... Or, or sorry, sorry, sorry. Sunny Hana is in between. Yep. Uh, so Sunny Hana up in Johnstown, Pennsylvania will be tw July 21st through the 24th. And then we'll drive from Pennsylvania back to the Western Am at Crooked Stick, uh, July 27th. for that. Yeah, we might have to do that. Um, and then obviously USAM is August 10th. Uh, that's still up in the air as of now, so hopefully that event goes on, but that's kind of my summer schedule. Um, I've played Sunny Hana before. I've played the Southern before. Um, I've never played the Western. I've never played the Rice Planters. never played the North-South, um, but I think I'm probably most excited for the North-South of Pinehurst. Um, it's two rounds of stroke play, one on number four, one on number two, and then it turns into match play. Um, and I really like match play, so I think that's going to be a really awesome event. Uh, they got a, a great past champion last year, Cooper Dossie, good friend of mine out of Baylor. Um, he's played great this year, so hopefully, uh, hopefully I can do what he did last year. Yeah, match play, is just, match play is just a great opportunity to really, really kind of assess somebody else's game and, and play it a little bit different than stroke play. Uh, Definitely had some experience in it with Cannon. Yeah. He does fairly well. So, looking forward to that tournament. Yeah, so Austin Scotty for me in the last two? Yeah. Two or three? Two. Last two U.S. juniors made it to batch play both times. Last year we put up a good run. Lost in the round of 16, but lost one down on the last hole, so it was, it was fun. Um, I'm also really excited about the Western Am. That's always, you know, one of the best tournaments of the year. Playing at a place, Crooked Stick, where John Daly won a PGA Championship. Sure did. Um, I think me and John Daly bode well together. I think our vibes are a lot of the same. And I think, you know, maybe I can just carry on his legacy a little bit at Crooked Stick and 
play well there. Yeah, that's I mean, also a match play too. Turns yeah. into match play. We're not we're not huge fans of the state of Indiana, but no. we're, we're just really happy to be going to Crooked Stick just because you know John Daly's a he's just as close as it gets to to what Cannon is. You know they just yeah we just bode well. I you know just see a lot of John Daly in Cannon. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Not in the swing, though. I've got the swing. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I try and be as fun as possible. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my summer schedule. Um, I'm also going to Lexington right now. We're playing a little pro event up there three days. Um, kind of fun group. Yeah, we've got a, got a real fun group. Um, but, yeah, we got some, you know, really good guys from Kentucky going to play. Uh, maybe a few guys from Indiana signed up. Um, so I'm excited to just get back out there and play again. Um and I would encourage anybody that's, you know, playing, that's listening to this, you, you just got to be looking for things to play and you can't just wait till they come to you because right now it's just everything's so up in the air. Um, it's hard to it's hard to wait around and, you know, wait on an invitation or something. Um, I actually found this tournament on Twitter. Um, first time I'm playing in it. But, yeah, I thought we'd just hop in the car and go up to Lex for a few days and play some golf. Yeah, you know, at this point in time, any experience isn't really going to be a bad experience. Yeah. Gelf is gelf, so. Yeah, man, we're just trying to play some gelf. Um, so, I guess we'll go from that into, you know, how Corona has kind of affected everything in the summer schedule. Because I was, you know, I was planning on playing a lot more events than what I have on the schedule as of now. Um, I was going to play the Transmiss in uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, just outside, just outside of Minneapolis. It got canceled a few days ago. Um, I think it was at, like, Windsor Farms, I want to say. Yeah, that Something sounds like right. That. And you also had U.S. Junior M at Hazeltine. Yeah, and then U.S. Junior got canceled. Um, that was supposed to be at Hazeltine. And that was kind of, like, a really big bummer for me because that was this was going to be the last year that I could have played. Um, just had an incredible course. Yeah, and I, I really wanted to play Hazeltine. Um, so that was kind of a bummer, but, you know, USGA is doing whatever they have to to keep everybody safe so yeah and I, can't and I shit on them it. too hard I, I and i understand they are trying to protect people that that tournament was just so far away yeah and spectator wise you know the past two years there's been a great showing but it, it was never over you know 300 350 yeah. people yeah um, yeah and golf is one of those sports too where it's hard like everybody's outside everybody's so spaced out yeah like it's I think, hard to understand it but you know like like can said you gotta, you gotta respect them somewhat for, for trying to do. Yeah, and I don't think U.S. Junior got canceled because of um, the tournament itself. I think U.S. Junior got canceled because of the qualifiers were supposed to be going on now and even earlier than now, um, and that just wasn't going to be possible with state regulations and stuff like that. So um, it's just kind of a tough scene all around. Um, but I mean, it is what it is, and you know, I hope. You know, next year it goes on as planned, and all the juniors get to play in it because that was always probably my favorite tournament of the summer. And uh, Mason Cup is still planned to, to happen, correct? Yes, yes. Mason Cup, for any juniors wanting to play, August, I think it's August 23rd this year. Um, we are going on as scheduled. Um, same thing as usual. It's going to be an Old Stone um, three-day event. It's going to be or a four-day event. It's going to be really awesome this year. The par three course is open out at Old Stone. Uh, we're going to do all that stuff. So, um, if anybody's looking for something to play, that's a junior golfer. You know, contact us. We'll we'll try and get you into the event because uh, it's a lot of fun. 
Um, yeah, that's kind of it for the whole golf thing. Do you uh, anything you want to add? Uh, so the only thing I gotta add is roll tide. Yeah, roll tide. Uh, special shout out to JT uh, for his awesome commentating yesterday. I thought that was just fantastic what he did. Um, he had some great one-liners. Made Amanda Balionis just look dumb out there doing her job. Um, but yeah, I think if if he ever wants to stop playing golf, he has a a straight ticket to commentating golf. Yeah, I, th- I think everyone would love to see that. JT's really made a name for himself uh, in the sports community, even outside of golf, um, in the past two to three years. Yeah. So I think whatever he wants to do after golf, the door will be wide open. For sure. Yeah, and he's also the 2K21 sports cover for the new golf game coming out, so that's awesome. Um, We always love to see our Bama guys doing something big, and he's been doing big things for a while now, so hope he keeps it up. And um, pretty short podcast. We wanted to get back in the groove, you know. We haven't been doing this for a few weeks, trying to get new people on. and There's just going to be a lot to talk about in these next few weeks, you know, with tournaments coming up we'll be on the road a lot um, yeah. we're also going to be like like can said flying so that's going to be different with just a new regulation it's going to be a it's going to be a busy but but different summer yeah for sure i think I, what i'm thinking about doing for the podcast and i want some feedback on this but i'm going to try and do recaps of every event um you know not really how i played but what what the experience was like like what we got to do um, and then obviously like flying and stuff, that's going to be different. So we'll try and recap a little bit of that and just, uh, yeah, keep it pretty casual throughout the summer and hopefully entertain some people along the way. So, um, like I said, short podcast. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, Austin, thanks for being, being on the pod. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to doing another one soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll be having you back, uh, lots, lots of summer. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening and, uh, we'll catch y'all soon.